Welcome to the Build with Brabeck podcast, where we dig deep into real, raw, and honest conversations with people that are making moves, making change, and making their own version of their very best life. And teaching you how to build the same. Covering all things health, wellness, anti-diet culture, body positivity, and so much more. Here's your host, Amanda Brabeck. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Build with Brayback podcast. Happy Thursday. We're back here again. These weeks are flying on by. Summer is just slipping between our fingertips, um, but I'm not hating it. Kind of looking forward to the fall. This weather has been divine after those 90 degree days. Um, highs and lows. Let's jump right in, shall we? Um, since it's just me, myself, and I on the pod today, I hope you don't mind. Um, my high is that I went to Lake Winnipesaukee to um, spend some time with one of my best friends from college and her fiance, Mark, came we had a nice little chill lake night. Um, we got there like Saturday afternoon, tooted around on the boat. It wasn't like really hot enough to go swimming, um, which like we all were kind of okay with. We kind of just chilled, um, made some s'mores that night, had a little fire. We're in bed by 11. You know you're 30 when you're like, oh, it was the perfect weekend because like I was asleep by... 11 15 on Saturday night. Um, yeah, you know, those, those weekends, those little bits of quality time with people like that, they don't get to see all too often. They're just good for the soul. Um, cause like, I feel like my friend group from college, they're some of my very, very, very dearest friends in my life. And now we're at that point where we're, I'm not going to say we're old, but like we are fully adulting. We're all dispersed. Luckily, not so far away from each other, but far enough that we really have to like plan and take the time to see each other. So it was nice. Um, also have some like fun, exciting stuff in the pipeline that I can't really share yet, but just like some exciting life updates. I'm not pregnant. Don't you dare. Um, yeah, it's been good vibes, but I'm heading into, if you cycle sync at all, my luteal phase. So next week I might be singing a different tune deep in that PMS. Last month it was dark. So fingers crossed so far so good. Um, but yeah, my low is just, I don't even like, no, I feel like it's just typical as everyone else. It's don't have enough freaking time in the day to do everything that I want to do. And so then I just feel chaotic and stressed. It's like either I am feeling on top of my work stuff um, and feeling really solid with that. But then like my house is a, dis my house, my apartment is a disaster zone or I feel like I'm not, you know, giving enough to my friends because like my friendships are so valuable to me or I'm not seeing my family enough or reaching out to them enough or having enough quality time with Mark. And I think it truly is like even before kids or if you don't ever want kids, all valid. Um, it really is that thing of like 
you can have it all, but you're never going to have it all at once. You might be excelling at one thing and that means that day or that week or month or whatever, you're not the best or most present partner, friend, or your house is looking good, but like maybe you weren't so present at work. Um, and that's okay. Like just being okay with the balance of it all, letting it ebb and flow and trying to let go of some of that control is huge. Um, especially for me, but today I was just feeling that a little bit, but not anything like so crazy. Um, I feel like I've been doing a little bit of a better job at being realistic with my time and realistic with my to-do list where like I used to think it would be more productive if I broke down like every single thing that I possibly wanted to squeeze into the day. But then I felt frantic all day. Like, how am I ever going to get all this done? And then at the end of the day, I'm like, oh my God, I'm a failure. I mean, maybe not that extreme, but you know, those feelings, um, that you just like put on yourself. Um, and I've been much more realistic of like, okay, maybe I'll make a general, here's, here are the things I need to get done this week. Here are the things that I would like to work on if I can prioritize the time or if I can find the time. And then each day only putting a few things down on the list, um, which has proved to be helpful. And it's definitely something that like I've tried to do before and then kind of fall off. I also have really fallen off of the journaling bandwagon. I feel like for so long, maybe more so when I was working that contract like nine to five job last year where I had more of just like a consistent routine and schedule where every morning I would journal and I really haven't at all. Um, but over the last couple of weeks, I have been like brain dump journaling, like really just writing down all of my feelings, my thoughts and kind of not even organizing them, but just like dumping them on the page. And I saw this TikTok, which like, oh, I hate that so many of my sentences start that way. Um, that was this girl that does this form of journaling where she kind of just lets herself totally just dump it out on the page. And I wish I could think of a better word other than dump to quit, to, to keep using, but here we are. Um, and like almost to the point where it ends up just kind of being scribbles that you cannot even read at all. Um, and she's like, you know, I get a lot of comments that are like, what if I want to read it back? And she was saying that when she journals in this way, it's not so she can read it back. It's so she can really go as fast as her brain goes and allow herself to dig deeper and deeper and deeper into her thoughts, into her subconscious. And I kind of have been like trying a version of that. And it's kind of interesting. It's cool how much you can process your thoughts when you're not trying to like write perfectly or even like legibly at all. And you can just like really just let it flow. Um, give it a try. Why not? Um, what else? What else? Rex. Um, I think I said it last week because I finished it in like record time. Um, wrong place, wrong time. Listen to it or read it. Um, and then I've started Forever Interrupted by Taylor Jenkins Reid because last summer I went on a deep 
Taylor Jenkins read Rabbit Hole after I read Evelyn Hugo, Daisy Jones, and Malibu Rising. Those are her best three. Highly recommend all three of them. I've enjoyed all of her books, but the earlier ones just aren't as sophisticated and um, like enrapturing, I would say. Um, but she has a new one coming out either at the end of the month or this fall. I can't remember. Um, but I was just looking to see if it was out yet. And I realized there was a book that I hadn't read yet. Um, so I started it. It's good so far. Like I am invested. I'm in it. However, it is depressing. So not loving that. But, you know, sometimes you got to read the sad stuff too. So recommend. Um, What else? That's it. Oh, no, I do have one more. Go on Spotify if you don't follow me on Spotify and follow my early 2000s movie soundtrack playlist if you're like in your late 20s, early 30s or beyond maybe Um, because it's a vibe that you didn't know that you needed and I'm for sure going to be making that into a theme ride at some point very soon. So stay tuned. I know you're all on the edge of your seat. Um, okay, let's dive in. So this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about our relationships with movement and with exercise because I think for a little bit, you know, I talked about this stuff quite a bit, intuitive eating, mindful movement, finding an exercise routine that you like. So definitely if this episode speaks to you, scroll back through and find some of the older ones. Um, but I don't know. I was having this conversation with my client um, last week and, you know, we were talking about how. All right. So this is just not going to be one of those highly produced sounding really good podcasts because
Okay, so the sound is going to be absolutely horrible, and I'm really, really sorry. Um, but my microphone isn't working because my laptop is being a little bitch. So anyways, uh, as I was saying, I think back and because the only thing I was really being commented on was my body, um, that's kind of the only place where I saw my worth. And paired with the society we were growing up in, um, you know, the toxic diet culture, the Victoria's Secret Angels, the heroin chic, the, you know, Paris Hilton, Nicole Richie look, the Lindsay Lohan, all of that. Watching celebrities get berated on magazine covers, on talk show interviews, if they gained the slightest amount of weight. So I think that was really, really drilled into my mind from such a young age. And I quickly internalized that and realized like that's where my value came from. That's where my worth came from. And it makes me so sad that I couldn't really look in the mirror and see like all the other qualities that I had. Like I was smart. I did good in school. I was a good writer. I was good at cheerleading. I was good at making friends. I was a good friend. I was funny. Like I had all of these qualities that I just couldn't see at all. And like, that makes me really sad for the younger version of myself. But then that just kept carrying on into my adult life in terms of my relationship with exercise and with food, of course, but we're talking about exercise today. Um, so I feel like it just kept snowballing and you know, it's like, oh, well, if I don't work out and stay thin, then I won't get attention from men and then I'll feel bad about myself and I didn't have the self-esteem to hold myself up on my own, which is so sad. But I think so many people go through that, which is why I'm kind of like getting into that side of myself. Um And obviously, like, over time, in the last handful of years, I've really worked on that. But even after I feel like I worked through that quite a bit, then it was like, okay, I joined the fitness industry. And then my motivation, subconsciously more so than anything, was to make sure I looked a certain way. So I was valuable as a trainer and people saw my value as a trainer because I had like a six pack or whatever it was. I was looking the same as the other people. People saw me in class working really hard and I thought that was the only way I could get clients, which obviously is so false and so not the type of trainer I am anymore. So it's really funny to think back to, um, But it really did have me thinking that all of us should be reflecting on this and doing a little check-in to see like, okay, where am I at? What have I been doing? How has it been feeling? Why have I been choosing to work out in the ways that I have been? Is it because I feel pressure to burn a certain amount of calories? For what reason? Is it because I see everyone else doing it and even though I hate it, I do it so I can fit in? Is it because you want to make sure that your body stays as small as possible because you think that's where your worth is? Um, I implore you to 
take a look and maybe journal on it in the ways that I was talking about before. Um, and I'm bummed because I feel like I said a lot more profound things when I recorded it yesterday. Um, but then right after I went to my friend's house and like drank some wine and had a girl's night and and now my brain is foggy today. So who even knows what I said? I didn't even take notes before. I just like wung it and I felt really strong about that episode. But here we are. The show goes on, like I said. Um, but then I also posted on Instagram asking people their motivators for a workout that um, isn't weight loss. And I was feeling so inspired by all of your answers. There were so many good ones, so much related to feeling and related to functionality. So let's focus on those two things, okay? The intrinsic motivators. So those inside motivators, that runner's high that you might get, that feeling of pride when you're able to go up in weight um, that you're lifting, that Feeling of pride when you go up in your physical weight and you get your period back for the first time in years or your hormonal acne subsides because your body isn't starving. It isn't fighting for its life anymore. Being able to keep up with your children, being able to stay healthy, to grow old with your husband. That one brought a serious tear to my eye. Like if there's ever a reason. That's it. And it's not about what you look like and it's not about your weight. And it is okay if that is something that you think about sometimes. It is okay for you to have a weight loss goal. But is that everything? No. Is that everything that's going to keep you motivated? No. Is that going to keep you feeling good? Absolutely not. Like you can have one of those things, but you should also be thinking about all of this. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I feel like there were so many great ones. It was like, so I can like feel more energized throughout the day. So I can have stress relief. I can have more energy. I sleep better. I feel stronger. Uh, my anxiety is lowered. Um, so many mental health ones, which like absolutely. Um because you like to feel the burn. Yes, that is absolutely a thing. And I would implore you to look into that one a little bit more deeply in terms of like, okay, do you love that feeling where you walk out and you're like, oh my God, I pushed myself today and I am so proud and I can feel how hard my body worked. That's amazing. But not every workout should feel like or the goal should not be like, oh, I feel like I killed my body today. Like that's where it can get a little toxic. But I do love like chasing after that feeling. And I will always be a proponent of that. So um, I highly recommend you just reflect on this because I think that you might be surprised on what your answers will be. And I think that it's just another way to continuously check in on and improve upon your relationship with movement and with exercise and with your body and how you treat yourself and what you think of yourself. And 
you know, there's always something that we can work on with that. And this is a great place to start. Um, and if you want accountability with it, join the Facebook group. It's linked in the show notes. If you are feeling a little lost in terms of having a consistent movement or exercise routine, click the link in the bio and on the bio in the show notes to download my free movement guide that's going to give you five tips and then five journal prompts that go along with each of the tips to implement some awesome tools and tactics to actually make a movement or exercise routine that you can stick with consistently that you actually will look forward to. Um, Yeah, it was a quickie today, okay? It would have been a more succinct well-spoken quickie if technology was on my side this week, but it simply was not. And that's okay. So better things coming up. And I love you so much. Peace and motherfucking blessings. Uh Thank you for listening to the Build with Brayback podcast. Stay connected on Instagram at Build with Brayback and our website, www.buildwithbrayback.com. Show a little love by rating and reviewing, sharing with your friends, and of course, subscribing so you don't ever miss an episode. Until next week, keep on building.